everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of the Bavarian Podcast Works Post Game Show. At this point, I just don't know why I bother. Like, this Bayern Munich team, it's finished. They are cooked. They are done for. And if Borussia Dortmund don't win the Bundesliga title from here, then I think that you should just give the Bundesliga to something like Union Saint-Gelois because it is clear that no one in Germany wants that trophy. If after this game, Bayern Munich win the Bundesliga title, it's going to take a miracle. Because right now, at this stage, I cannot see us beating anyone. Not Mainz, not Dortmund, not... I don't even know who we have left in the league, but I can't see us beating any of them because we can't score, we can't defend, our midfield is bad, our coach is bad, our board keeps running around like a circus, and it's just, like, it's just fucking sad, you know? Like, what is going on? What happened to this team when we beat Borussia Dortmund? I'm not even gonna go back as far as the Nagelsmann sacking because I think we've talked enough about it. Let's talk about just a two-goal tenure. And look, when we beat Borussia Dortmund, I was quite happy with the performance. It wasn't perfect, but it was simple. It was effective. You had simple 4-2-3-1. You had Chupo up top, Muller there, and Sané Coman on the wings. It just, just, it just worked, you know? Since then, this guy, this goddamn fucking coach, he has changed everything and anything he could, and it's led to this abomination that we saw today, which was a back three with Stanisic, Upamakano, Delict. Then you had Cancelo and Alfonso Davies as fullbacks. In the middle, you had Kimmich and Goretzka. And then up top, you had Sadio Mane, Thomas Muller, Jamal Muziala. I cannot get over coach's fascination with this back three. And today, Thomas Tuchel went through exactly the same ordeal that Nagelsmann went through over his 18 months in charge of the club, but over a period of 90 minutes. We saw everything that the back three does for this team. We saw the good and the bad. The good, we made a few chances in the first half. We got a goal. We looked a little bit fluid. Mane got his offsides, which generally means that he was having a good game. And then in the second half, everything just fell apart because in the end, the back three doesn't create enough offensive pressure. Mainz had one chance. They got their one goal. Jan Sommer. We'll talk about Jan Sommer later. And it, it just, it, 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 once it became one all, it was just not going to work for us because at that point, Bayern Munich, I don't see more than one goal in this Bayern Munich team at any point against any opponent except somehow Borussia Dortmund. It's just that kind of team right now. We can't score. We can't really put pressure on the opposition goal. And the fact that Thomas Tuchel had the balls after the Manchester City game to say that we played well when we cannot seriously get the ball in the back of the net is one of those things that will completely infuriate me. I just, like, how could he say that? How could he look at what Bayern Munich has been doing in these last few weeks and say that it's anyway, shape or form reasonable, right? Maybe he's trying to do it because he doesn't want to criticize the team too much since he's just new here and he's still trying to settle in. Or maybe it's just because the team's confidence is low. But, like, it's not acceptable. And if we decide to say that it is acceptable, then we will be reducing standards to a point where it's not even buying Munich anymore because that's not what Mia San Mia means. I'm not going to recap the performance. If you want to talk about the performance, just, I don't know. I don't know what you could say about the performance really other than the fact that it was diabolical instead i'll just talk about like the players and the formation and stuff thomas tuchel i don't know what he was thinking 
once again, he's benched all our wingers, right? Even Jamal Muziala today didn't really play as a winger. He kind of played as like a roaming forward, same as Thomas Muller. And then Sadio Mane was up top. It was a fluid front three, but I wouldn't really call it anything that effective. Most of our chances were created by Joao Cancelo sending in crosses from the left-hand side, which he had to do because he was shifted to the left when Alfonso Davies went out with a hamstring. It was like watching a train wreck in slow motion. When we got the 1-0, I thought that maybe, okay, this is one of those games where we'll get 1-0 and then Mainz will have to open up a little and then we can surge forward and make it 2-0. That didn't happen. And that's not been happening under Tuchel. And I don't know why. When we get the 1-0s under Tuchel, it doesn't seem to open up the team like it used to under Nagelsmann or Flick. It, you know, what we say about the can opener or whatever, the goal that makes the opponents start to come out of their shell a little. That just does not seem to happen. And that's down to how the team plays after going 1-0 up. The team is so lax with the ball, with possession, with creating chances that we just don't make the opposition sweat in any way. That's what lets all these teams make comebacks. And this is our second comeback loss, right? Same thing happened to Freiburg in the Pokal. Like, we were leading until they suddenly got the 1-1. It's just one of those things that we have done so poorly under Thomas Tuchel that did not necessarily happen under Nagelsmann. People will say that we can't necessarily blame Tuchel for this, that, or the other thing. But these are very specific to his coaching and his style. And even if you admit that he has not been around that long, he has been around long enough for some of his DNA to set into the squad. And we can see the effect of that right now. Right now, I would honestly think that he might be close to being sacked. Like, maybe the board won't do that. Simply doing that would be catastrophic considering the fact that we're still playing. I mean, sorry, we're still paying Nagelsmann for his contract, which runs another three years. And we also gave Tuchel a three-year contract. But, like... Can you see, based on what you've seen so far in these few games, can we see a path forward to Thomas Tuchel? I don't think so. And why is that? Because he doesn't seem to know his players. He doesn't seem to know his team. Let me just give an example. Why didn't Matty Tell start today? In his press conference, Thomas Tuchel outlined what Matty Tell does well. He said he's good at driving forward and he's good at finishing. That's exactly what we need in our attack. So why the hell didn't Matty Tell start today in the very few minutes he had he got an excellent chance to get one back which was pretty much pointless because mines were three on up by then but if he had started imagine how different the game could have been the same thing goes for you know benching thomas muller versus manchester city in both games or in this case benching nusser matraui where I, I don't know what the explanation is in this case. When Benjamin Pavard was out, I thought that it was a perfect chance to give Nusser Matsrawi a start, but instead he had Joao Cancelo there. Joao Cancelo, like, I get that he got the assist today, but he, he has not been performing at the level that should make him a guaranteed starter like he has been under Thomas Tuchel so far this season. Like, in comparison, Matsrawi, who I don't agree with the idea of awarding someone for you know, making an outburst in the media and complaining about his playing time. But Matsrawi, it's high time that we started giving him minutes again just so that he can get back into form and rhythm. And when he did come on, he came on completely cold against Mainz today. But he performed pretty decently, I thought. Like, I don't think that he was bad in any way, shape, or form. He should have been starting maybe one or two weeks ago. Maybe we would have had a bit of a chance against City because what did Matsrawi offer? He offered not just an option 
driving forward from the wing. He's also a great passer on the wing, so he can pass the ball forward into midfield, into the feet of people like Muller or Musiala, who can then drive forward themselves. Without that, or without that kind of thing, we have been suffering for so many weeks, and Tuchel seems to not have understood that Masrawi could provide that from the wing, and that's why he never used him until the injury to Davies forced it to happen. The same thing goes for other positions in the system. Like, for example, why did he sub Joshua Kimmich off? Chukul subs make no sense. He subbed off Joshua Kimmich. He actually planned it when it was still 1-1. Like, it was supposed to happen before the second goal went in. He subbed off Joshua Kimmich and Thomas Muller at those points. Why would you do that? Why would you ever sub Kimmich in a game that's where he has been pretty much the only person keeping things okay in the center. Why wouldn't you sub Leon Goretzka off? Why would you sub Thomas Muller off on that same note? Because I understand that Muller had an off game today, but think about what he can provide and what he does provide on a regular basis. He could have managed a chance in the final few minutes. He could have put it in the net. He is one of the leaders of the team. And just taking that off the pitch is what allowed Mainz to get a third and just take away any chance behind Munich had of making a comeback at that point. These kinds of errors, these kinds of rookie mistakes make me think that Tuchel just has no idea what he has on his fingertips in terms of what his squad is and what he was getting into when he signed up for this job. The back three was a clear mistake. The formation was a clear mistake. The player selection was a clear mistake. And at this point, I, I can't keep going on about the manager because in the end, you have to talk about the people who hired him, which are the board, right? The board the board has so many things coming to them now. They have to think about every single thing. It's not just the hiring of Thomas Tuchel and it's not just the firing of Julian Nagelsmann. It's the timing of the decision, which was a gamble, as mentioned. I said that it's a gamble because if it didn't work out, which it clearly hasn't, the board were fucked. And now that they are fucked, they need to face the consequences. If they do not face consequences for this, this will send the wrong message to them. This will send the message that they can go out and they can buy Victor Osimhen or Kola Muani and whatever, and then next season we might be okay, we might win the Bundesliga again. That is not acceptable. Nagelsmann was fired by the principle of excellence. The idea that Bayern Munich should be better than what it was at the time by that same principle, and I supported the principle from firing Nagelsmann at the time, by that same principle, the board should resign, okay? If they have any guts, they should resign. And if they don't, well, someone should fire them. I don't know who is in charge of that. It's very opaque figuring out how Bayern Munich is run exactly. Look at the other decisions they made. For example, Chupamoting. Chupamoting didn't play today because he had a knee irritation. It's kind of convenient, isn't it, that Chupamoting has been basically out injured ever since he got his very lucrative contract extension, which doubled his salary. Like, my goodness. And right after Bayern Munich doubles his salary and extends him, they go out and then they sack Union Nagelsmann and then bring in a coach like Thomas Tuchel, who immediately demands a new striker because Tuchel is not good enough for his system, such as it is. And then Bayern are suddenly going out on the market and having to bid ridiculous amounts for players like Kolomuani or Osman because they did not, at the time of extending Chupo, think about the fact that they would sack Julian Nagelsmann just weeks or days later. This is the kind of thing, this is the kind of short-sightedness that is going to cost buying Munich hundreds of millions of euros. Not just millions, hundreds of millions, because these players, Chupo Moting has no 
resale value. We are going to have to pay out his entire contract from here on out. Okay, and if he spends 90% of the time injured, that's it for us. If we buy a new striker, that's going to cost us an exorbitant amount of money. But on the on top of that, if you buy a new striker, that means that Matty Tell is suddenly, who was not very cheap, by the way, he would cost almost 30 million euros. He's going to be pushed down to third in the pecking order at just age 17 or 18. That's going to destroy any chance he has of developing. So that's another investment that goes completely down the drain. Then you have the incredible problem with our wings, the wingers. The wingers didn't even play today, but we saw today that even bad wingers are better than no wingers because like chance creation well we made chances in the first half but chance creation still remains a problem so what can we say about this this is not a problem that necessarily will be fixed by just the board fixing the squad because the squad as it is is good enough to be beating minds right so it goes back in the short term as in for the rest of the season to thomas Tuchel. he needs to go back to simplicity Remember what we did against Dortmund. We had a simple set of 4-2-3-1, Muller in his usual place, Sané, Coman, Gretzka, Kimmich, etc, etc, etc. Maybe bring in Mats Schraui, maybe bring in Tell. Give those few players chances. But other than that, don't stir the hornet's nest. Don't change too much. And certainly, don't try to remix failed experiments, you know? Let's just not do that. Let's just have someone at the club who can say, hey, you know, Nagelsmann tried that and it didn't work. Let's not do that. Let's just go back to basics here at Bayern Munich because by abandoning those basics, I just cannot believe how bad we look these days. It's just so diabolical. I don't look forward to Bayern Munich games anymore in the weekend. I still watch them because it's Bayern Munich and I love the club, but I don't look forward to it. And I think that is genuinely tragic. I don't, I cannot remember the last time I was not looking forward to a Bayern Munich game, even under Nico Kovac or Carlo Ancelotti. It's really gotten that bad. So yeah, that's pretty much my entire rant today. I hope you enjoyed it more than the game at least. So this was I Need No Name. Thank you for listening. This was Bavarian Podcast Works. You can find us on Twitter at BavarianFBWorks. Remember to check out our match observations, our match awards. Comment on our podcast. Say whatever you like. Please, if you are as frustrated as I am, let us know and we will catch you next time, which will probably be our main flagship episode where we go much more in-depth into the issue with the board and the coach. So thank you for listening and good night.